to Get Set to Thrive podcast with Michelle and Shreyas. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new episode where we bring in a special guest. And this week, we have Anuj Jagannathan from the United States. He's a negotiation coach and expert and has two books under his belt. So welcome, Anuj. Uh, the first question that every listener has on their mind is who is Anuj and what does he do? So can we have a brief introduction from you? Yes, sure. Thank you so much, first of all, for uh, inviting me to this podcast. It's, it's my honor to join you and uh, share my uh, perspectives and insights on, on this topic, which uh, has actually been uh, a, a big part of my life for the last five to six years. Now, uh, I'm an accountant originally from New Delhi in India, and uh, I have uh, been work, I mean, uh, part of several multinational companies worked uh, in different locations around the world. But I think I found my uh, what in about 2014, 2015 time, when I said, okay, I'm pr- getting very interested and, and feeling that something is, is calling me. And that was the topic of negotiation, which uh, stuck in the back of my mind uh, during my business school days. So um, so I, I did the executive MBA program and, and I got particularly interested in this topic. And immediately after my course, I started teaching at work and then even outside. And uh, along the way, I researched more, learned more, joined uh, the Harvard program on negotiation and did several things to build this um, uh, knowledge in, in me. And uh, that resulted in providing more value to the participants uh, in my workshops. And then along the way, I got uh, so deep into it that I wrote my first book. And then uh, the second book was actually a really uh, interesting uh, thought and idea that came to my mind is, um, as a part of my workshops, I used to ask all the participants, uh, what, when did you learn or did you actually learn negotiation? And some of the participants were probably middle-aged at that time. And they said, we never learned negotiation. So I said, it is important for young adults, youth to learn negotiation early in their life. And that prompted me to then go ahead and uh, write my second book, which is actually a book for kids and young adults to at least get introduced to negotiation early in their life and then slowly start practicing it. So that's where I stand now is I host workshops. I, uh, I have two books that I have uh, that uh, I share my perspectives uh, and then I have actually started teaching uh, kids and youth also uh, negotiation skills so that they learn it early in their life. That's, that's a great introduction. And I totally agree with you on learning about negotiation very early in life because, you know, communication and uh, when youngsters are being projected as leaders, it's really important to understand more about uh, negotiation. So that ties in with my first question for you, how does negotiation integrate into coaching? How can we bring negotiation into coaching? Yeah, great question. So I think the, the primary premise of negotiation in my mind is the understanding of interests of the other party. First of all, you have to understand your interests, of course. When you walk into a negotiation, you need to know what you want, right? Now, understanding the other party's interests becomes a key in your negotiation so that you can then build 
solutions and build options and bring the win-win for both parties. Now, I think this understanding of your interest is something that is closely tied in, in coaching also. Because as a coach, you have to understand what is the interest of the coachee um, and what do they actually want? Because only when you understand what do they actually want, when you have those deep conversations, open-ended questions and open and honest communication, that's when you understand what do they actually want. And by understanding what do they actually want, then you can prompt them to start thinking on how to get that. So that is actually very closely related to how you do negotiations also. You, you think on what do they want, and then based on what they want, you develop solutions which could be a win-win for both. Now, uh, the, one of the key things that I teach is growing the pie. What growing the pie basically means is uh, the other party actually might not even know what they want, but you might have something that you can provide to them. So this is something that happens in many negotiations is you can provide something that they might not know that they want or they, they might not have thought about it and you provide them and that becomes a, 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 a bigger pie. So it's not like just sharing the pie. It, it becomes like growing pie where they get more than what they expected. So they don't know what they don't know. Right. So by doing that, you are providing that extra value. Same thing. If you do that same thing with the coachee, they don't know what they don't know. You can actually build more solutions and, and build a better value for them. So I think that is a very key part of uh, uh, coaching and negotiation. I think it integrates somewhere there. The other thing I have actually noticed is behaviors are as key in negotiation as they are in, co in coaching, right? Be and by behaviors, I mean uh, developing the trust. In, in, coach, in a coaching uh, environment or, or in a coaching uh, engagement, you have to have the coach and coachee both have to have that trust, level of trust. Same thing applies to negotiation. When you go into an integrative negotiation, integrative negotiation is where you try to strive for a longer term relationship and, and the win-win. In that integrative negotiation, the first point always is to build that trust and, and then go forward from there. So building trust, having that empathy, uh, good communication skills, influencing others, just like influencing others is important in negotiation because you need to have, you need to influence them to be able to uh, come to a solution. Influencing in coaching, I think is quite critical too. So these are some of the points that I have uh, noted and, and even thought about that I think are similar in coaching as well uh, as in uh, negotiations. Very true. Uh, I really resonate with uh, the points you just said uh, about understanding the why, understanding the what, uh, understanding the behavior of patterns, and also being mindful of what the other party wants is going to put you in a win-win situation, uh, which uh, very nicely describes uh, the importance of negotiation. Uh, so my next question would be, what might be the benefits so we have discussed uh, the importance, we have understood uh, where negotiation might be helpful in terms of you being a coach and for the coachee. So what might be the other benefits uh, overall if we were to just take it into an organization or uh, when we are being, when we don the role of an executive coach where we deal with executives. So how might negotiate negotiation benefit there? So 
negotiation actually is is a key is a skill that is essential in all parts of life so i think this we all understand that we start negotiating very early in our life uh, and some and we don't realize that we are negotiating the same thing happens in um, in in coaching i think where you you're in inherently you are probably coaching trying to advise not i mean not advise directly but trying to get people to think uh, in that sense but in many cases you are still developing the idea uh, of what the other what the other party wants and that can be that can come as a part of your negotiation exercise so benefit of negotiation is to think in the, along those lines is what is the other party's interest and how do i build solutions to to solve that now of course negotiation can uh, can bring extra value like i said earlier to a party and i'll give you an example a very good example that had come up previously in my discussions and and, and research with uh, and I, i i speak to a lot of people on negotiation speak with uh, with people on different scenarios and this one was very interesting and will highlight that example for you so what happens is let's say there is there are two parties one party wants a product to be delivered in 15 days now the other party is struggling to to meet that 15 days because let's say they have to uh, work and and build that part right up to maybe uh, 14 days and 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 it's very difficult then for them to deliver it on the 15th day to the other party let's say let's take that as a scenario right now what happens is if you try to build some solutions by having that that understanding and the and the and the conversation open and honest communication what you can do is create a solution for this so if the other party wants at the the product to be or the part to be delivered on the 15th day you ask them why right what is the reason dig down a little bit deeper understand their interests now their interests could be that they have to then deliver this part, part they have to market or target in a way and then deliver it to another another lo- location by the 18th day let's assume that is the uh, the criteria here what solutions that can be developed is uh, are that you create the product right up to the 14th day but in the process you also target the way the the other party wants and then you ship it out so you get an extra day let's say you have you need that extra day all the way up to the 14th day you you build that and then take 3 days to to ship it out you ship it out yourself and get there get it there in 17 days which still meets the 18 day criteria so by developing that kind of an extra solution or a, or a creative solution you can both achieve your uh, objective of the extra time that you need as well as get it to the end uh, location within the time so creative solutions like that can be achieved if you have that uh, open and honest communication and uh, and and build negotiation into every part of your life so negotiation practically is like problem solving so as a coach if you need to uh, develop solutions for the coachee or if you need to help them think through a problem situation negotiation closely aligns with that that's really great i really understand and see how negotiation would be important in all aspects of life i think you're doing a great job of giving us um scenarios and images 
of how we can utilize it throughout all of life. But I have a question for you. I've heard of this, but not quite sure what it is. What is the negotiation quotient? Okay. Uh, I think that's a good, uh, good segue to what I generally believe negotiation to be. So I developed this term negotiation quotient. I have actually probably read it somewhere also, but um, not, to, not to this extent that I developed it. Negotiation, as I teach, is a good mix of the science and art of negotiation. Now, let me explain what the science and art of negotiation is. So, so the science of negotiation is a three-phased process that you follow. It's, it's like a set, set system or a way of thinking in negotiation. The approach that you take is prepare, engage, and close. So you prepare for the negotiation, then you engage with the other person or the party, and then properly close it out. And there, there are requirements for each of these steps and, and there are uh, approaches that you, that you follow in each of these steps. So this is the science of negotiation. Then you move into the art of negotiation, which is basically having proper behaviors and applying influencing techniques properly, influencing and persuading techniques. That is the art of negotiation. And for your negotiation quotient to be uh, to be a high level uh, and make it effective uh, for you, you need to apply this blend of the science and art is, has to be appropriate and op optimal. And how that can be uh, assessed is if you look at a the balance, there are two sides uh, to a balance, right? One side is the science and one side is the art. And if you hold the balance, the, the science and the art have to complement each other to be balanced. So that's how I look at uh, negotiation. So negotiation quotient basically is your ability to be able to balance the science and the art together and make them complement each other so that your negotiation is effective. Excellent. I really like the explanation and using the balance makes it really clear for people who are visual learners also. So if, if I need to work on either the science or the art, how do I work on those skills to improve them, to make that balanced? Sure, I, I think that's uh, that's a great point. And now, what what I would uh, advise people is first of all, negotiation is something that everybody needs. Like I mentioned earlier, everybody needs in most most of their life, uh, most uh, spheres of their life, right? Now, in order for you to first of all realize that you need that negotiation somewhere. You need to first read and understand what negotiation is. Like I said earlier, in most of my workshops, when I ask the question, who has learned or read negotiation, I probably get one out of 20. So about a 5% uh, response rate that somebody has actually learned negotiation in their life. And I'm uh, a living example of a person who actually was um, to the extent I can probably go and say I was pathetic at negotiation about uh, up, up and until like maybe eight years ago when I actually started reading more about negotiation, but I was, I was quite bad. And, and to the extent that uh, I used to leave value on the table because um, I, I have to explain why also is there are some styles in negotiation. Uh, every person comes with their own inherent dominant styles. And my style was accommodating style. What the accommodating style does is 
it doesn't focus on the negotiation bit or doesn't doesn't focus on what you can get in the negotiation it focuses on building relationships uh, giving more to the other other party and so on now while that could also be good but you end up le- leaving value on the table and that is that is what you as an accommodative style that is what you need to avoid is build the relationship uh, but at the same time focus on what you need and that uh, comes through practice so w- after i started learning more about negotiation through my business school uh, learnings and after business school i kept reading and watching uh, uh, videos uh, joined the harvard uh, uh, program and got certification from harvard i did all that to develop my my, my knowledge to the extent that i knew what negotiation is i knew what you need to do and at the same time i started practicing it so for anybody to get better at negotiation to to get the to get their negotiation ability to a, at a high level what they need to do is not only understand what they need to do so they can understand that by reading by uh, by by learning more but at the same time go and practice it on a day to day basis there was one day that i when i was actually writing my book um i was sitting uh, th- i was in singapore at that time i was sitting by the uh, by the desk and and looking outside and uh i started assessing how many times did i negotiate that day and immediately i could list down three times in just that morning that i had negotiated with with somebody or the other so it was either my wife or my friend and and in just those three, four, three to four hours i had negotiated three times so you can imagine how much of a value it can bring to you if you understand basically what you need to do in in proper negotiations and understand the influencing and persuading techniques and then start applying them on a day to day basis and and you won't realize that very soon um just by having that in the back of your head you will start becoming a better negotiator I, i'm thinking what comes to mind immediately is that i can get a lot of practice in with my husband thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 yeah you're saying husband i say i get so much practice with my kids right and that's exactly why i said okay even kids need to learn negotiation because yes. uh this will help them so much in their in their life as they as they go forward because every, they are going to negotiate more and more as they grow older and and then it will be it will not just be like a casual informal negotiation then it it will start getting more into a formal negotiation and uh and at some point they would need to negotiate for a let's say for a job or uh for some some kind of a club role or or anything like that and they would actually uh, ha- get get a lot of help from learning negotiation and at least getting introduced to what negotiation means early in their life so if somebody was looking to receive some negotiation coaching how could they find you oh uh, so i am on uh linkedin most uh, very frequently uh i uh check linkedin and and engage on linkedin uh and and provide content so linkedin is probably a very good source at the same time uh have my own website anujjagannathan.com so it's just my first and last name um and uh uh what i have done in the last few months i would say probably about in the last 18 months is i have started officially like coaching people so 
just my one of my recent examples was a friend who was looking for a change in his job. Now he had a he had a good job, but the company was struggling. He was going into a very thriving and and a new age company tech tech company, uh, and it was going to be a great job, uh, a, a great shift from what he's already doing. Uh, but he wanted to negotiate. He wanted to understand from me how would he negotiate his salary and package. So so that was what he came to me with. Now, just like a coach should do, is I actually asked him what is the underlying interest for him, and the underlying interest obviously were this great new company, his his new profile, which was going to be uh, a futuristic and and something that would help him in the future. So those were great uh, interests that he had. Of course, money and the package was a, a key bit, but these were important parts of uh, or criteria in his negotiation because what where he was working was probably a, a stagnant company and maybe his role was not that good. So, so I explained to him that uh, don't just focus or, or I explained to him that he has to start understanding what his interests are basically. And, and that, and when I started asking him what his interests were, that's when, things came out and he started saying, oh, I love this company. I love what they do. And I love that it is it's great. So it explained to him, he, he also, I mean, explained to himself as, as a part of that coaching is why that uh, job was more important than the money. And once he understood that, I think the money part then not so important. And he started focusing on what the long-term benefits and what, what his, uh, interest and what his uh, peace of mind would be if he got that job. So, so things like that. And, uh, and I've, I've started doing a lot of these and uh, I mean, back to your question. Yes, I am on LinkedIn. I'm on my website all the time. You can reach out to me and uh, we can have that discussion. Fantastic. And uh, I really appreciate the way you bring in some real life examples and make the points really clear because negotiation is such a vast and important topic which is well articulated through examples and the way you just uh, explained it, I think our listeners would definitely benefit uh, about understanding more about uh, negotiation. So one final question, uh, this was to a popular poll. So we'd like to know mm -hmm. quick advice on two topics that were voted the most. One is negotiation in sales and service and negotiation in jobs. So what's your quick advice on that? Okay, sales and service, I would say, again, first of all, understanding what the interests of the other party are. But before you understand what the other party are, there is a framework that I developed in, and it's in my book, is called the CAV framework. The CAV framework, it stands for competency, ability, and value. So when you go into an exercise of selling, what you need to do is understand what is your competency, what is your unique ability to deliver that competency and then what extra value can you bring to the customer so if you do this proper exercise and you're able to highlight your cav framework uh, to to the customer i think that itself is half of the battle one of course when you go into selling there are many things you need to do like uh, building a proper relationship building trust uh, having that empathy 
going in with confidence, developing some of these persuading techniques, all these things are absolutely important. But having, first of all, an, a good understanding of the CAV framework will give you the, the confidence and the courage to, to walk in to say, yes, I can provide this value to you. So uh, I, we can, I can talk uh, a whole lot about this and if we have time and I can explain in detail, like what I generally do is I explain uh, people and this is another coaching uh, exercise I did uh, a few, few weeks ago with one of my uh, contacts who is into a fitness business and uh, and I broke down what her CAV framework is uh, line by line. So basically, um, what what the what her, what the competency is, what the ability, and the, what is the extra value, and and that uh, helps assess uh, the the value that the customer is getting. So so that's one of the that's the advice for um, for sales for job. I think this is very important. Is again, CAV framework comes in everywhere. CAV framework can be used for, for most aspects. Now for a job, again, what is your competency is important. What is your unique ability uh, when, you, when you are delivering the competency and then what extra value can you bring to the company? So if you're going into a, new, uh, into a company for uh, like a job interview, you can highlight these. When you're already in the job, you can highlight the same things also, but at the same time, you need to, to show the performance. So if you're already performing at a high level, you can show that as a part of your competency uh, CAV framework and, and highlight that. Uh, and I, I don't know, uh, Shreyas, if the question was uh, more on, on how to get that job or, or promotion, or was it more of uh, salary and, and compensation? Because these are two different kinds of uh, negotiations. But for this, for the job responsibility or, or for getting a job or promotion, you can absolutely use CAV framework. And of course, uh, you need to have the, uh, the, the be proper behaviors for people to understand that, yes, you're the, you're the, uh, the person. But at the same time, uh, for, for salary negotiations, you, you have to understand uh, a few different aspects like building, uh, building uh, uh, extra solutions. So, you have to go beyond just the salary, maybe look at the whole package, show how you uh, are uh, able to deliver the value in order to get that extra salary and, and so on. So again, this is a vast topic I could probably go on and on, but in the interest of time, I think, uh, uh, again, if anybody wants to know more, I'm happy to just reach out to me on, uh, on LinkedIn, reach out to me uh, via my website, and I would be happy to have that conversation. Thank you very much for sharing about the CAV framework and for answering the audience question. So please do reach out to Anuj if you have any questions related to negotiation. He's more than willing to extend his help and he is free to reach out on LinkedIn and on his website. And we'll also be mentioning the two books that he has written in the description. So please do go out and check out those books if you find it insightful please do read and leave any suggestions or feedback to Anuj. So Anuj, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and giving us an opportunity to learn more about negotiation. And this was a very insightful talk and we were glad to have you. Anything you would like to add, Michelle? I just also wanna say thank you very much. I learned a lot today. 
And I'm excited to keep that in mind and so I can practice and become better at negotiation. Thank you so much. And again, I, uh, it's an honor to join you and share my perspectives. Definitely. Uh, it's a pleasure to host you. And this is Get Set to Thrive podcast. We will be meeting you soon with another new guest with lots to discuss. Until then, please take care and have a great day, afternoon or evening. Thank you, everyone. And make sure you use negotiation to get set to thrive.